Welcome to Sugar-Coated Murder Podcast, a brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. Sugar. Sugar. We're doing it. We are finally doing it. Oh, <laughs> it's Lord. nice to be around a microphone again. It is. It really is. We've missed it. I've missed it. I have missed it too. We've been a little discombobulated. Yeah, life happened. Life just like ran over us like a little bit of a tsunami. Yeah, it started, <laughs> it started in March and rolled and into just, April and continued through May. And, and it's still kind of going on in June. A little bit. A little bit. So we're doing the best we can. We decided we, well, we've lost our recording space um, <laughs> temporarily. Temporarily. <laughs> so we've had to kind of come up with some creative stuff. This time we actually had some errands to run and just were like, let's take the microphone and talk into the microphone while we're out running exactly. errands. Brilliant. And yeah. we did, I mean, Farmer Katie did say, please come record in the tiny house on my farm. And we said, oh my gosh, we would love to. And we took all of our things over, but then we started chit-chatting with, with tiny, with not, tiny, not house. tiny house, but <laughs> Farmer Katie. Yeah. And we, we never really a got a done. recording done. So um, she did send us home with some lovely hydrangeas. Oh my God. They were gorge. Gorge. Yeah. Since then, we really haven't even tried until now, but we decided, hey, we're in the car all the time. We're always talking about these murder cases. I know. If we, we can share them from the kitchen, we can share them from the car. Yes. We don't have anything baked for this episode, but, you know, this is just a, we decided to do a current events kind of a thing. We're testing out some stuff. We're thinking about starting some up, stuff up when we get, you know, our recording space back and everything. So we thought we would talk about some current court cases wow that's current court cases yeah wow that's really that's really steep for me triple c it is all right yeah so anyway um i'm gonna let you go first me you sweetest little i know i know i am girl all right here are my current events up first we've got the unabomber he died this week his name was ted kaczynski yeah he was 81 years old and i guess after 25 years in federal prison he decided he'd had an Enough, so he committed suicide. Oh, is that what he did? He did. Well, you know what? I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to say R.I.P. No. I don't want to say don't rest in peace. No, and if I mean, I, we might have some younger people listening. Who don't in know who Ted Kaczynski really was. Yep. Uh, so what he what he had did between <laughs> no. 1978 and 1995, he mailed bombs. He mailed bombs, mailed them, like mailed them, put them in the mail and mailed them to people. So mean. He he killed three people and he injured 23 people. Mm-hmm. It took them um, a long time. Well, I mean, 1978 to 1995 to catch him. Yeah. They finally got him. He was sentenced to eight life sentences. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yeah. What he did was really cruel. He put so much shrapnel. I mean, he wanted to do the most damage that he could and then would mail it to like an individual. Yeah. You know why he did it? Why? He didn't like people. Well, damn, I don't like people either, but I'm not going to spend all that time trying to hurt them. Listen. 
But you know what? It was his brother, I think, that turned it him in. It was. His brother's the real hero because his yes. brother said, uh-uh, uh-uh. We're not having no. that in our family. Uh-uh, you we got did to not, go. We didn't do that. You got to go. He's over here. Over here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my current event number one. Well, I have a current event. What did you get? Something will tell you about Sarah Boone. Sarah Boone. Sarah Boone. So she is 42 years old, and she's been charged with second-degree murder for the death of Jorge Torres Jr., oh, Jorge. also 42 years old. Now, oh, listen to what 42, this... 42? Golly. Well, and listen to this behavior. Oh, I will. For a 42-year-old. I can get out of the car. It's not yeah, like you I got, can walk away. No, you got to listen. I got to go. So she zipped her boyfriend into a suitcase and filmed him as he begged for his life. What the heck? He eventually suffocated because she went to sleep and left him in there overnight. Oh, you wretched woman. She claims it was a game and she fell asleep, but she took video. Right. What kind of game? Several did times did you, she took video of him pleading. Oh, no. Pleading for his life. And every once in a while, you can even see him trying to wobble the suitcase. No way. And she is taunting him. She is... Like, she not being real nice. Well, he must have been a little fella. I I don't think he was that little. I don't understand how he got talked into this. Once again, we need to put a public service announcement out there. Don't get in the suitcase. Suitcases are not a game. And if somebody ever tells you, hey, get in this suitcase, let me zip you up and see if you fit, don't do it. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it's it because trick. we've had more than one... We have case where people have voluntarily gotten into a suitcase. I'm not saying their remains were put in the suitcase after they were dead. No, I'm saying these are the alive suitcase. people yes. who get in a suitcase and then get killed. Yeah, don't. If if suitcases, anybody says, I bet you can't fit into, then you should say, I bet I can't either. Yeah, and I bet I'm not going to try it. Right. Yeah. A trunk, a freezer, nothing. anything. Nothing. <laughs> Mm-mm. In your mind, it should automatically flip to, okay, somebody could sit on this and I could never get out. Or yes. they could. They can zip it up and lock it, it and they I'm never. Glue it. Yes. They could tape you it. You just can't let people be in control of your situation. No, that's a no. So a that's solid a big no. no. So she's been arrested in Orange County, Florida for that. Oh, my. Well, mm-hmm. good. So we're going to. That court case is coming up pretty soon. Okay. So I wonder if they'll show it on that. Case. At least the preliminary hearings, I think, are are starting. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Huh. So what's what do you got? Uh, well, just a little update on Brian Kohlberger. He's the Idaho Four. Yeah. Guy. He was in court on Friday. There was a hearing about a gag order that's in place. Yes. And he, um, okay, so he's the guy who murdered the four college students at University of Idaho. That's what he's been charged with. The gag order says that attorneys and other people involved in the case cannot speak to the media at all. 30, there's like 30 media outlets have challenged that order saying that the constitutional right of free speech Mm -hmm. has been and free press is being encroached upon. Yeah. So uh, Kohlberger's attorneys are the ones who are pushing for the ban because they say their client deserves to be tried in the courtroom and not in the press which well, that's is always silly that's always that's a defense move typically. i love this statement from the opposing side publicity is not prejudicial that is such a great point yeah 
so anyway, they've the media has written an attorney. It, they call them the coalition, mm-hmm. but it's like thirty different media outlets, and the judge is going to review both sides and take everything into consideration. Yeah, because they're also pushing for cameras for this court case. P- the media wants right. cameras to be. So it's in not the court just case. the media either. In another court room on Friday, one of the victims' families, Kaylee's family, they also are asking the judge to allow their attorney to speak publicly on their behalf. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. The, the attorney says that the gag order restricts the family's free speech rights, and I, I agree with that. And yeah. then the media outlets have also gotten in on that case. And they've come in and said that the gag order is vague, overbroad, unduly restrictive, and not narrowly drawn, thus making it difficult for the media to obtain accurate case information, which would allow the public to better understand the case. And I mean, really, as somebody in the public, you do. I mean, that's why when Alex Murdoch's trial came through and the media was so present. It it just opened up so much that people didn't know about the case. Yeah. And he got a fair trial. And the consensus is the people's tax money pays for these court cases. So the, they should be privy to the information going on around the court cases, during the court case. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's right. It's the people's court. Right. And if you're if you've got the right jury and the jury follows the direction, then they're trying in the court of law. Exactly. It's, it's not, not about yeah. the media as much as it is about the jury. Yeah. To I me. agree. To I me. agree. That's only my opinion. 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 So that's what's going on with that case. Now that trial is slated to start in October. Yeah. So we still have a ways to go, but I have a feeling there are going to be a lot of these little cases coming up like all updates. the way through. Yeah. Little, little the gag order thing. And yeah, I'm I think sure. there'll be things all along. Oh, definitely. What else? What else you got? So I'm going to go to Utah. Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, there's this woman named Corey Richens. She was arrested and charged with the murder of her husband. Oh. He had five times the lethal dose of fentanyl in his system. Oh, Lordy. He told family that he thought she was trying to kill him by poisoning him. Oh, he was right. She has. So after he died, she wrote a children's book. What the hell? On, I think it's called Are You With Me? On on grieving for the loss of a parent. So oh, she's capitalized Lord. on his death. Terrible woman. And um seems like she's the one that caused it. Oh my god. So she has asked to be eligible for bail. And that hearing is coming up soon to um do a bail hearing for her. Oh my gosh. But yeah, she's um and they've got two children. No. Wow. Mm -mm. That's amazing. Yeah. So interesting. Well, I think what happened was originally she was it was set for no bail. Oh, okay, and now she's and asked now bail. she's asked. She wants to go back and challenge that and oh, ask for yeah, bail because it's no fun to be in jail. Oh, after you kill your husband, I can't write any more books. And actually, she's got plenty of time to write. Could be writing all kinds of. She books. could be writing all sorts of what things. What to do when your mama in jail? What to do when you in jail because you done murdered your husband? Where are your kids at? That's right. Yeah, that is right. Or hey, don't do what I did because I done got caught. I got caught. 
Yeah. So what else you got? So Jordan Vandersloot's back in town. Ah, well, <laughs> not back in town. Or no, town, but he's back in the states. Not back in the states. He won over in the states. That's the crazy part. Welcome to America. No, I thought he came here for one. He, he came here for one trial, didn't he? Oh, um, I don't know what trial it was. Oh, I don't know. Well, he's here. He's in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, he, if you'll remember correctly. Jordan Vandersloot was the number one suspect in the Natalie Holloway case. Yes. She's the one that was on spring break and disappeared while in, um, where was it? I don't know. Some fun spot. Barbados? Bar- Barbados, maybe. Barbados, maybe. Natalie Holloway. You can yeah, look it up. I'm going to look it up. Uh, so when that case was going along, you know, they never found her remains. And she's been pronounced dead yeah but the court says she's dead but they've never found a body which is just agonizing for her family um aruba aruba jamaica anyway no so during that whole shit show Mm -hmm. he evidently got in touch with natalie's mom and said i'll tell you where your daughter's body is but you're gonna have to pay me two hundred fifty thousand dollars yeah. So they've gone back now and gotten him on extortion and wire fraud. Yeah. Now. Yeah, that's sad. Um, let me just tell you where he been. He's been hanging out in Peru. Uh-huh. He's been in a Peruvian prison for the killing of his Peruvian wife. That was his wife? No, it was just a woman. Not a woman. I mean, not a wife, but a woman. A, a woman. And that's like the third person. That he's been accused of killing. But this time he got caught. He got caught. And Who was the other person? There was another girl five years after um, Natalie Holloway. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then he connected with this woman in Peru. And he killed her. And he confessed to killing her. And then he went to jail. I think it's like 28 years he's got to stay in Peru. And because the United States and Peru have an agreement, the United States was able to get him back here. They're like, hey, can we borrow him for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So what I understand is if he is convicted of anything and gets jail time here, then he will still go back to Peru, finish his 28 years, and then come here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he's going to adjust to Alabama. We'll have to see. Well, they say that in Peru is one of the worst jails in the world. Oh, so maybe this is like so a country they, club for him. his attorney said this will be like a five star resort for him. Oh, and great. I said, oh, really? In the Alabama heat? Let's just see. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's see just what see if some of our good old Alabama boys don't give him a good old Alabama welcome. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, he'll stay in the Alabama prison system until his trial is over. And here's the ironic part is. I don't know. Wow. (laughs) What's the irony That just went right out my... Wow. Just went away. That went right away. Huh. There's nothing ironic. Okay. (laughs) Maybe I should go to my case now. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to take you to Merlin. Merlin? Prince George's County. A 44-year-old mother and her 19-year-old daughter have been arrested. The 44-year-old was charged with murder of her mother... She killed her mom. And the 19-year-old has been charged with accessory after the fact a for helping to grandma. get rid, trying to help get rid of the body. Oh, my God. They lived in a home with 71-year-old Margaret Craig, 
police went to do a welfare check on Margaret because one of a couple of her friends had not been able to reach her for a few days and they were concerned. They called the police. When they got there, the 44 year old let them in and and they said, we're here for a welfare check for your mom. And she was like, oh, well, we don't know where she is, but you can come in and look around. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why she did that. So they're looking around and they go down to the basement where they are hit right in the face with the smell of decomposition. Oh my gosh. There was sweet little Mark. There were some remains down there. Oh, just her remains? Just some remains. And they've sent the remains to the coroner to try to ID the person, but they're pretty sure it's Margaret. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She was down there dead and rotting in the basement. So the mom and daughter what a nice mom and daughter bonding situation yeah. we've got going on there it, what did they say what the reason was it's gotta no. be like social security i'm sure it's probably something like that oh my god it Come doesn't on, matter because there's no excuse no excuse at all well nightmare mother from hell Lori daybell is scheduled to have her sentencing on july 31st we'll see what happens there yes. oh and that was the that was the ironic one. Oh, there sander sleuth and daybell are both in alabama no, no, that didn't happen in Alabama. Her husband happened in Alabama. Alabama. Oh, interesting. Oh, wait. Or is it Arizona? Oh no, I don't know. I think that's Arizona. Now the ironic part is I got it all messed up. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any updates on where her current location was. Just that her we'll trial is coming up in July. Did you do like where in the world is yes, Lori Daybell? I wait, I heard that she got beat up when she got there. Oh, no. Maricopa in Arizona will proceed with the case. So she is, if she's not in Arizona, she's headed to Arizona. Gotcha. I think she's in Arizona. I don't now, know why will I she go by It's an A state. By, by van or by plane. Think, anyway, yeah. so as I was looking around at all these current events online, I came across this one I hadn't heard about. It was on Court TV. Um, this is the case out of Green Bay, Wisconsin, where the defense oh. attorney is arguing that the victim in the crime was not technically a person after his death. Wait, after they died, they're not a person. Correct. Okay. So here's what happened. This crazy lady named Taylor Shabusiness. Shabusiness. Her name is Shabusiness. <laughs> That's not your Shabusiness. Shabusiness. <laughs> she says she took a little trazodone, which is a sleep. Aid yeah. medication, but like a step up from melatonin, not very strong. No, it's not like Ambien. But also took some meth. Some, she did some smoking of some meth. <laughs> well, I don't know what the interaction is there. And she was hanging out with Shad, this guy named Shad. And they were at his house and they were having some sexual activity. Oh, wonderful. During which she, they, they, she was giving him the show business. She <laughs> There was some strangling, like some some fun strangling going on. Oh, the game strangling? Only she says she just couldn't let go. So she strangled him until he died. She couldn't let go? Uh Uh-huh. And then she she dismembered his body. She left his head in a bucket in his basement. Whoa. Mm -hmm. In his basement? Yes, in the basement of his home. Uh, and his mama came home and found this severed head. Oh, Jesus. What a freaking nightmare. Yeah. And she called the police and said, uh, found my son's head in a bucket in my basement. And they found Taylor to business. It seems to me, I don't know if the house had like an apartment in it or attached to it or something, but it seems like she may have been 
somewhere close. So, so and area. now they're saying that. So let me just finish. She so they arrested. They got her. She was charged with with murder, third degree sexual assault, and mutilating a corpse. Okay. Now her attorney says that the sexual assault charge should be dismissed, citing that the criminal code of Wisconsin states that third degree sexual assault is defined as a person has sexual intercourse with another person that where where there is no consent. And he says that because Shad was dead, he was not a person at the time of the assault. Are you saying she had sex with him while he was dead? That is correct. But she strangled him while having sex as well? And then she had more sex with him. Oh, that is not okay. Uh-huh. That is quite disturbing. He says once a person dies, and they are no longer a person. It is illegal to have sex with a corpse. He also says that because Chad's penis was not was found separate from his body. Stop it. And that because his body parts were found in a purse, a gym bag, and in a crockpot box in a minivan, she must not have sexually assaulted him. She did it before she chopped him up. Correct. I think that her attorney has also partaken of some mouth. Yeah, so... When when Shabiznis was arrested, <laughs> she told the police that she had strangled him until he was dead, and then she had some more sex with him, what? and then she dismembered his body and hid his parts in random areas. And when police arrived on the sheet on on the sheet on the Shabiznis on thing. the Shabiznis, she got she got dried blood on her, and all they found of Shad was his torso on the bed. And she just taking her out on the bed. She said to the people, "Good luck finding all his parts." That is what she said. She's gross. She's nasty. Now her attorney is trying to say this poor guy it wasn't a person because she killed him. That's not how it works. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And some I'm not I didn't even put it in here, but there was a sex toy involved after death at some point. After death. <laughs> I don't even Did know. Did she used on him? I don't even know. Well, I mean, yeah. That doesn't make... What is it? How about... I don't know. Uh, Michelle, she ain't right. I'm ooh, just going to uh, tell you right now, she is not right. Oh, my gosh. Don't ever mix trazodone. Just don't. And just don't. Meth. Just stop it with that already. it seems that it makes you do weird sexual things. Listen. It's grody. She's not on the meth or the trazodone anymore. She's in jail. Good. And she's still crazy. She gotta stay they, in jail and now she hired a crazy attorney. They were doing a um a hearing on competency, whether or not she was competent to stand trial. Yeah. And at that trial she attacked her attorney. Oh, I think I remember that. Yes, yeah, she she attacked him. Yes, I remember seeing clips of that. Yeah, but she was competent to stand trial. Yeah, good. She's good to go. Yeah, yeah, she's good to go. She clocked him. I saw the she the did. footage. She clocked him. She just clocked him. Sucker punched him. Mm-hmm. He didn't know it was coming. No, no. I think she knocked him out of his chair. She knocked him out of his chair. That is correct. Lord and so Lord that Lord. jury selection starts July 24th. Oh. And the trial is scheduled to start July 24th. And I mean to tell you, I'm going to be watching that one. one. I'm going to have to watch that one. The judges one. had to unseal some of the phot- photographs and some of the documents because of the motions that are being filed. I wonder right now. if the part that they found in her purse was his penis. I do not know. 
But oh my god! Like she had a pin- a pocket pinnace. She might have po- a purse pinnace. She might have. I don't know. This is going to be a I don't wild know. ride. Yeah, see what I'm saying? I could not yeah. talk about this. No, one. I completely Holy agree. Cow. That's a great one. Insane! What what's going on in Wisconsin? In the Green Bay area. Now she's known. Now she's known no longer as she business. No, but she's the Green Bay dismemberer. She gross. She's the Green Bay Grody. Yeah. She she nasty. Oh, Lord. Well, see, that's that's the thing. Yeah. With everything. That's the thing with everything. And, you know, we may not have a recipe, but I will tell you, since we're in the general area here of one of our local, local shopping areas, uh-huh. there's some restaurants along here. And I just happened to see one of my favorite places to eat here is Longhorn Steakhouse. Oh, love me a Longhorn. Because I'm a steak and potatoes kind of girl. Steak. Oh. Steak. I like that's I like I steak. I like a but steak. This particular Longhorn at this particular time of the season sells a strawberry shortcake Sugar, dessert. don't talk about it. I'm going to want one. Well, we're not going to get one because no. neither one of us want to get out of the car. No, and I, I still got to go home and make dinner. Yeah, I do too. We're having steak for dinner, though. Oh, my gosh, it's exciting. Oh, my gosh, that's hysterical. Anyway, it is fan-freaking-tastic. It's the cake. very good. The strawberry, strawberry shortcake. shortcake. Yeah, and yeah, don't get done excited right. when you read the menu and see that it's got white chocolate. I, I don't like white chocolate. Yeah, I, I can't even, even taste, taste it. it. No. So mm. that's a good one. If you're at a Longhorn, I'll tell you that's a good one. That's a good one. That's oh, and for one. dinner tonight, I'm doing um, stuffed peppers, but I found yes. stuffed peppers at Costco. There you go. It's like six stuffed peppers. They are stuffed to the gills. Oh, nice. And it's only $18 for six of them. I don't like stuffed peppers. I don't either. I don't, I don't even like, you're, I don't even like meatloaf. That's the problem. Oh, I don't so like, I feel like it, they just make meatloaf and stuff it in a pepper. No, it's not the same because it's not bindy. It's not? No. Uh-uh. It's not the same consistency at all. It's more like hamburger and rice and tomato Okay. Kind of blend. Kind of like the five spice casserole we used to Oh, eat. my gosh. It's like that only yeah. in a pepper. And I just take the stuffing out of the pepper because the pepper sometimes... Repeats. They give me an ingestion. It just, me too. I don't do the peppers For well. days for and me. And they don't do the green. It's it's red, yellow, and orange. That's cool. So That's they're cool. very pretty But you plate. do something fancy to put on top of it. What do you put oh, on top? Oh, no. That's the one. When I, when I was buying the peppers from Publix. Okay. They needed a sauce. Yeah, they don't have any sauce. They don't have any sauce at all. So I would buy um, whatever sauce or marinara I saw that has the least amount of sugar in it. Yeah. Sauces, you know, they get real sweet. And then I would pour in like a half a cup to three quarters of a cup of red wine. Okay. To some of the sauce and red, just shake it. Red wine. And put it on there and it gives it a real good deep. Yeah. Tomato flavor to it. And that was good. But honestly, I like the ones from Costco better. Do they have sauce on them? There's sauce in it. So they mix their hamburger with rice, a little bit of onion, and like a tomato sauce. Okay. And then stuff the pepper. I might have to go get some of those because my husband, he loves them. Yeah. I mean, they're worth it. I know you could take, you know, a couple of them, put in the freezer, and then cook them later. But Mm -hmm. um, they're good first night, good second night. I'm a... I mean, Costco is such a pain in the rear end to get in and out of. Yeah. But I do like, they've got the best rotisserie chicken because it's they got the best. more bang for your buck. It's mm-hmm. less expensive. It's a hearty chicken. It's, it's not bigger. a skinny chicken. Mm-mm. I don't like a mm. skinny bird. Yeah, me neither. 
So anyway, if we don't have a recipe, there you go. Some fun tips about Costco and Long. Yes, guys, we miss you. We do. We're going to put this episode out so that you all can at least hear our voices and know that we are still standing, but barely. (laughs) And um, we're like flamingos standing on one foot in a windstorm. But we're doing the best we can. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. We're showing up. And we're trying to get a couple more episodes recorded. So stay tuned. We love you guys so much. We just are so appreciative of all the support that you all continue to give us, even though we haven't recorded since March. And people that have bought our book have been just so nice. And if you have bought our book and you've read it and you liked it, please give us a rating on Amazon. It really helps with visibility. Same thing with our show. Even though we haven't been recording, you can still go on our show. You can subscribe, like us, leave us a review. If it's nice, if it's not nice, don't leave it. Um, send us an email we always like to we hear love from to hear from people and we've heard from a few people whilst we on break which has been really nice Delightful. so keep up um keep up the good work guys yeah and with please, supporting I mean, us listen don't zip your boyfriends up in suitcases it's bad no, don't, don't strangle them whilst having sex and please don't stop cutting up your boyfriends yeah it's not a good look no it's not a good look it's at all it's just not a good look yeah so what we want you to do is stay sweet and don't murder because if you kill people we're gonna talk about you yeah and we're gonna tell you we're gonna tell everybody you're grody you're nasty all right guys we love this you. has stay been a sugar-coated Bye murder Bye. podcast A deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast.